welcome everyone to another episode of the Behind the Counter Show. Today we have a, a special episode. We'll be discussing pets specifically in compounding pharmacy. For those of you watching on Facebook and Instagram, and for those of you watching after the fact, you'll be able to see it. If you're listening after the fact, you're not going to be able to see exactly what's going on, but I can assure you we'll have some fun. Our guest of honor is sitting here on the side, panting heavily, waiting to oh, join I'm not in the guest right of now. honor. So no, yeah. I guess it's not you. You're not the one panting heavily, I hope. But... No, I'm not panting heavily. <laughs> anyway, so today we are discussing compounding pharmacy, specifically as it relates to pets. So John, who is a compounding pharmacist, is going to discuss quickly what exactly is compounding pharmacy in particular. And if you have any um, questions as we go, feel free to shout it out we are trying to figure out what exactly is going on on instagram here oh and here is axel hello the guest axel. of honor how you doing um so yeah so compounding sec- vince is uh that button. yeah you're there and we'll nope there you go the live button there you go all right working through our technical difficulties yes. here so <laughs> that's all good Hi, axel. Um, so compounding is custom making a, pres- a specific prescription working with the doctor and the patient in this case sometimes a pet uh to uh, solve a particular problem or a particular challenge to make sure that that pet can get its um, the necessary med and you know overcome any challenges that may be there uh, with pets sometimes you know getting them to take the medicine is a bigger problem so uh, but it's custom making it working directly with the, the doctor or the veterinarian whatever the prescriber uh, to tailor a, a solution to help the uh, see some therapeutic outcome or okay thing. so custom medication for pets that sounds awesome right we'll get into some uh, specific details about what exactly that means and how we help but just real quick do we I mean obviously we got axel here so I'm assuming we help dogs right do we help other pets besides cats and dogs but well, yeah, whatever sure. it rains beyond yes yeah, so yeah absolutely we uh, we help a lot of dogs and cats for sure this guy but also I mean in the past uh, two weeks we helped a, a, a a poor uh, um, ball python who had a respiratory upper respiratory infection. Really, we helped um, uh, a pet rat, um, and uh, you know we help ferrets. We have uh, several people who uh, have bunnies, uh, rabbits that need uh, you know, medications. In fact, oftentimes there's one patient I'm thinking of. She always brings her rabbits in so we can meet the uh, the pets, uh, and we you know make sure we uh, get their medication to them That's that they need, cool. and we uh, flavor it for them and make sure that it's a uh, it's easy for the uh, owner to make sure they give it to the pet because if the pet doesn't take it, it doesn't do any good. Sure, right? totally, totally. Everyone say hi to Axel, by the way. This is John's dog, Axel. He's a good boy. <laughs> um, okay, so cool. So we help all kinds of animals, but what specifically do we do? Like, you know, we talk about medication in general. Do you have any, you know, stories or anything like that of how we help or anything in particular you can think of sure i mean so it's it's about like so we're we have a um you know special state-of-the-art lab that's uh usp 800 compliant and and so we're and fully stocked with different kinds of medicine so like a couple weeks ago on a friday a doctor needed a special medicine penicillamine uh for um, a dog that we had to make these capsules uh, for a critical uh, issue and you know so we were able to make those into capsules now it's not that uh, not extremely difficult to make the capsules but it's also important to make sure you have all the different medications in stock and readily available to help the patient that day when something urgent comes up gotcha so what about mary lou asked what about humans we also do compound for humans today we're focusing more on uh the pets and how it helps but we are a compounding pharmacy for people as well we do hormone replacement therapy and a bunch of other things so if you have any questions about that too feel free to give us a call um 201-997-2010 but today now, okay, so that's a cool story. It's it's really cool for uh, an urgent scenario how we're able to help. Um, 
And yeah. you mentioned something for the uh, the snake too. Right, right. So he, he had an upper yeah, upper respiratory infection, a ball python, it's a pretty large snake, and uh, uh, so of course you know we always custom flavor everything. So we asked people people the owner what do they like. Of course they they wanted rodent flavor, so uh, we did not have <laughs> rodent flavor, but uh, he did in fact uh, also like uh, certain types of fruit. So we were able to flavor it in a uh, a, a fruit flavor for interesting. It. Yeah. Well, speaking of flavoring, I believe we have some flavoring samples yes. here that we can actually show for those of you watching on video. So, right. So if you're seeing something like this, this is a, 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 a syringe, an oral syringe, and it's got, a, you know, obviously I'd be able to measure the exact dose. But something like this that's flavored, Axel, uh, see, he, he's just, I'm just taking a little bit out. And normally I could just squirt this into his mouth or put it on a small amount of food. And Axel will be happy to take this. Um, I might be happy to take the peanut butter flavor right. one myself. This is a peanut butter flavored, and he certainly likes that, um, and uh, he's very happy to have that. And I think he wants some more. But um, we also have um, it's it's not also just limited to flavoring. Flavoring is one aspect of it, but you need to have different devices to uh, you know administer things. So, for example, <clears throat> we use this a lot. Um, this is an MD syringe. So this it, this gives a very very small volume of. Um, of the of the liquid so sometimes if it's a small pet or a, let's say a cat and you're you know uh, it's very easy to just squirt out uh you know a 0.1 mls or you know there's a certain meter doses so you can just open this axle see try so what's yeah. that so what's it, that? It, it's it's just a and so he'll take it right there and it's just such a small volume of liquid that it's very easy for the for the owner to administer and again when we flavor it this one happens to uh be beef and he seems to like that a lot as well so it's just not the the um, variety of flavors we use but the the different types of devices that we use to make sure that it's easy to get um the the pet to take the uh medication and just mary lou to follow up on your comment yes we do help um for compounding for humans as well so if you have any other questions about that just give us a call um but yeah so for pets too so obviously flavoring is interesting because if they're not going to take the medication won't help right so sure. flavoring can help um you know what else can we do or what if the flavoring is uh you know beyond just flavoring what else can we do and the device obviously too well um are you talking about maybe perhaps like uh you know alternative things to oral therapy sure yeah sure for example so so yeah so then I, another great uh alternative he actually wants more beef um <laughs> yes he does i guess want a little bit more these so, are placebos by yeah, the way these yeah. are not there's uh -huh. no medication he just here. wants to take it just makes it a lot easier when you give a, the pet a flavor they like then they're more willing to take the medicine but let's say they're not willing to take it you know i've had cats as well and so certain dogs are a little bit more difficult so there are other devices um such as trans applying things transdermally so we can oh there's brooklyn there's the other one so um brooklyn shh <laughs> brooklyn doesn't know we're live and it's, 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 it's blowing up our today. thing yeah so anyway so so this transdermal this is a a, a micro click syringe um it delivers a very very small amount of uh medicine and inside this little inside this little uh, gel that's here it's called a transdermal gel in in uh 0.1 mls, which is a very small amount. We'll show you here. I don't know if you can see it, but I'm going to do just two clicks, and it's going to give out the very small amount of, of uh, cream. And then this can be administered, for example, you know, and there's going to be another uh, video on our um, uh, website that, with more detail, right to the inner ear. And uh, sometimes the pets don't even know you're administering it. This is, again, placebo cream. Normally, if I were administering medication, I'd either wear a finger cot or a glove. Uh, to protect myself from getting medication on me, but 
it, it, the pets like their ear rubbed anyways, cats and dogs. So sometimes you could administer a medicine. They don't even know it. And we'll put in medicines like I've done things like uh, heart medications, water pills, uh, amlodipine, so a blood pressure medicine or pimobendin, uh, you know, for some uh, medicines for heart failure. Even uh, more commonly, we do uh, things like for, for felines, too. We do a lot of thyroid medications like methimazole. Even uh, metronidazole, too, is a with And infection. I noticed, too, it's giving you the exact dosage because of that device there, right? Right. This exact dosage is, and it's a very small concentration. The, the idea is, like, sure, it, it, with certain things, uh, with certain other types of creams, if you had to give a large amount of cream to rub in, it would be very difficult, and you'd have to uh, be there for a while. So you want to try to make it as concentrated as possible so you can just get that in there and rub it into the ear where there's a lot of... Uh, um, is there any medicine for Axel to make him not think that he's a lap dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does think he's like a Yorkie or something, doesn't he? <laughs> okay, so well, we talked about dogs a little bit, and you, we do that for cats and other animals as well. That's sure. Kind of yeah, so we do uh, um, for cats. We do a lot of transdermal gels, um, and again, using this kind of a, a, a special uh, device helps us to uh, concentrate it into a very small amount so that it's a reasonable thing to administer. You can't get a you know two or three grams and try to rub that inside the uh, ear of a cat or, you know, which is a much smaller than Axel's ear. Now, what about the cost of these medications? We did get a question before the video went live that these meds, um, you know, obviously it's custom. So, I mean, pets in general, probably not covered by insurance, but um, is there anything you think there that, or anything to consider on the cost side? You know, it's, 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 a, it's a good question to ask because, uh, you know, we're, we're local and we're very uh, easy to get to. We also uh, ship and uh, do that as well. But a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, vets or, or, and, and people too think that sometimes a mail-away uh, uh, pharmacy might be uh, a better alternative. And, and I have to tell you, it it's comes up uh, often that, you know, our price is quite similar. You're saving on shipping because we're local and you can actually pick it up. Then if you're in a pinch and you're running low or the doctor changes the dose, you know, we're right here to help you if it's a weekend, uh, you know, if it's at nighttime, you know. So um, there's a lot of value in having a one-on-one -on -one relationship with somebody that knows you and knows your pet as opposed to working with a, a large uh, mail order concern, which, you know, certainly um, would produce what they're supposed to and sure. do a good job. But I don't know if the service level and the turnaround time is going to meet, um, you know, what we can do. Particularly, I like. I remember one time uh, a vet um, prescribed an antibiotic and he was going to send it to a mail-away place. And, and they just decided to call us at the last minute. And it was going to take, it was a Friday. So we made it that night. They, they got the medicine and started that medicine Friday night. They wouldn't have had the medicine from the other place sure. uh, from Arizona until Tuesday. Yeah, that's so, crazy. And it's an yeah. antibiotic. So. In general, obviously, the cost of the actual medication itself is going to depend on whether it's generic and what we're actually doing in the medication yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, but we, we, you know, we, we're not, you know, it's not, it's always worth talking to the pharmacist calling us and saying, uh, hey, you know, what does it run for something like sure. this? Because you'd be surprised. We're, we're right there in the ballpark. There's a lot of unique challenges that pets have too, or we have as, as the owners of pets and taking care of them. So sometimes, sometimes, yes, some of this medication could be available over the counter. Some of it could be available commercially or they take what's available commercially. But sometimes that's just, you know, not an option. That's really where compounding um is effective because if there's otherwise the alternative is not really helping the patient right or the dog or cat or whatever right right i mean sometimes like i you know with some of the other things that we run into is that the medicine is available let's say there's a medicine called a, a trilostane that the vets often use for cushing's disease and that's always in a large dose like 30 or 60 milligram capsules but it's all weight based and so if you have a small dog a lap dog not like axel but a real, yeah, lap, a real dog, lap dog um you know we can uh take that 60 milligram capsule and you know, with, with, in our lab, we are able to 
you know, use that active ingredient and carefully through calculations and doing a certain statistics with the, the capsule, create like a four milligram or an eight milligram, or, or if the doctor needs seven milligrams, whatever it exactly needs to be, we can do that. So I think sure. that that's another way to, that we can, you know, we uh, are able to help. And to answer Casey's question on Facebook too, yes, we do the same for children. So we can disguise the taste of the medication through flavoring um, with children as well. So yeah, all, a lot of these same concepts apply for pets or people. Uh, but that's a good question for sure. So what other devices? I see we have some other things on the counter here besides the the syringe for the flavor or, you know, the placebo medication. What else do we have down here? Okay, so I showed you the uh, MD and I showed you this microclick. This is a, um, an interesting um, uh, device. This is called a dial -a dose So often used for, uh, to put inside a, 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 a pet's ear. So you can see the long tip. And so there's a certain uh, numbers that you may be able to see. I can't, but you certain amount of grams that you would put in here. And then there's a concentration. So you can put in, we put in uh, antibiotics, steroids, uh, uh, sometimes an anesthetic. So if so, a, a pet has an inner ear infection and they need to ha uh, have that applied, it's just, this is a really uh, neat solution because you just apply this once a week and it's in a special base that's used specifically to apply to the inner ear. And then um, oftentimes this is done actually at the vet's office. So sometimes we'll supply animal hospitals with these, but uh, sometimes they're used at home as well. And that could be uh, used to administer a once a week kind of anti-infective, uh, anti-inflammatory. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Cool. Yeah. Now, last thing here too, and you can provide more detail. I remember there was a, a patient we had, a puppy who had some serious skin trouble and there was some kind of over-the-counter cream we gave or we made it, but it was over-the-counter or something like that. Right. So we have a, a, a special uh, a product called the, and this is just a little small sample of it. It comes in a, in a, a, a larger version of this that we have that's over-the-counter and it's called Gasper's the Therapeutic Pet Salve. And uh, obviously when you're trying to apply uh, a cream to a, a pet, you know, whether it's a cat or a dog, the fur is very thick and it's difficult to apply uh, these types of things. But this is uh, a special base that's made to apply to a pet's fur. And, you know, let's say a dog has a hot spot or something where they can't, um, you know, they're not leaving it alone. And you're just, some, this actually over the counter works well just as a, as a salve to, to, you know, help a hot spot heal. If necessary, we have also done you know, working again with the vet. You know that's what co custom compounding is all about. Working with the the owner uh, for the pet and working along with the, their prescriber. We you know we might add in you know a, a, a topical steroid. We might add in a, an antibiotic. You know to help that um, you know even accelerate the healing process. But uh, that would require a prescription, of course. And and you know oh, this over the counter though is amazing. It's it's got a great texture to it. And like I said again, it works well to um get through the fur you know right. so and that's, it's safe for the pet if the pet were to like you know so sometimes that's I've, an excellent point right yeah. it's not it's not a problem if the pet does uh fuss with it or lick it uh it's not it's it's right. not toxic. because the way you've explained it to me before about that is you know a pet has some kind of skin issue or a rash and the problem is they keep you know nipping at it because it's itchy and you know it, it prevents it from healing so the way this works it kind of also you know, doesn't allow them to to break the seal over whatever the wound right. is or whatever it is. Right. right. So you're trying to create a barrier so that barrier, the skin can, yeah, yeah. To, to, to the skin can almost and everything can heal from the within. And this, it, this, uh, the uh, the texture of this, it seems to dissuade pets. They don't seem to to uh, 
um it's you know when i've used it, like it. It, it it generally they don't like it. it's kind of like when you when they touch whatever it's the texture and a little bit of the taste they tend to avoid it sure but even if they did uh get some you know it you know it takes ingest some it, it's not harmful so no that's so it actually allows them to heal whatever the rash is we have some really cool before and after photos obviously we can't share those in the live now but um of pets even with only the over-counter the version over the counter yeah version, no that's not by itself RX it's just version. it's the same thing as like if you were to apply you know it's the winter time and your uh your hands are you get uh you know get the dried and cracked and you know you can use an over-the-counter salve to help you heal sometimes that's enough sometimes you need a prescription but this is a, a, a salve specifically made for pets and pet fur very cool is are there any other stories here as we wrap up and if you have any uh questions please let us know or reach out um, about pet medicine, I think Axel is uh, beyond his contract. We had him for ten minutes, and uh, you know, he was gone after that. But are there any I, other questions or comments you want to make about pet compounding in general before we wrap up? No, I mean, I just would say that sometimes things, uh, you know, it's worth checking out and having a conversation with us here because you're, we're very accessible. Our compounding pharmacists, we have we have four great pharmacists here, and you know, we could be on the phone with you in a minute or two to answer a question. And it's sometimes it could be something like, God, I've been trying to get X and Y medicine. There was something called um, vet medin that was on back order or intermittent uh, availability. So sometimes things like that can be uh, compounded, uh, you know, and then if they want to go back to the other one when it's available, that's fine. But so sometimes we'll be able to help when there's an out of stock situation. When things are on back order, sometimes we can help sure. by, uh, you know, so that's that's one story that's that's happened. In sure. Kind of like, I mean, human example, but during the heat of the pandemic, we were doing that with Tylenol in our compounding lab. You couldn't sure. get Tylenol anywhere and we were making it. So that's another benefit to compounding too in pets or humans if something ends on back order we can still make it and get it exactly yeah actually you want to say bye buddy come here buddy you want to say bye come here come Over say here. bye come on. all right if there are no other questions then we will wrap up for the day Axel, say oh brooklyn's here too come here brooklyn can you get up here yeah i've got a full house <laughs> um all right don't take my hand off thank you well if anyone else has any questions feel free to chime in after the fact you can learn more about compounding or talk to john or other pharmacists um, just visit our website, hbpharmacy.com, or call us at 201-997-2010, and we'd be happy to chat to see if pet compounding or compounding in general is something that can help you, your pets, and anyone else in your family. Um, All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks. Look forward to your questions. Thanks.